everyone. Well, there's actually three of us today. Welcome back to Stuck in the Middle. We are so excited mm -hmm. to have a very, very special guest and a, a great personal friend of myself and Julie's, um, especially, almost like a son to you. Oh, he is like a son to me, yes. So we are going to get into that, and I want you to officially introduce Zach, but before we do... We have to say, welcome back to Stuck in the Middle. Well, we ain't young, but we ain't dead yet. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Absolutely. Another yes. week down, everybody. Mm -hmm. And Julie, you two kind of match with the oh. blue green, y'all. I did not get the, the color memo. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm going to let Julie introduce Zach to everyone. And um, once you introduce him, we'll say how this all came about. Okay. Does that sound like a good game plan? Yeah. Well, I have known Zach since he was in high school. Actually, whenever I was out at Eastside Elementary, he was my high school um, person that came in during for a school credit, and he would come out there, and he was a big football star, you know? <laughs> and so they sent him out there when I had kindergarten, right? Aww. And so he and I would play Duck Duck Goose and all this stuff, and we would laugh. He would race with his little kids. And all in Zach and I spent many days, many hours talking about life, wouldn't mm -hmm. you say? And there was just something about Zach as a young boy that, like, I just loved in my heart. He mm -hmm. was just, has always been special to me. We lost touch, and that's when Zach will speak about what went on in his life. But we lost touch, and when he came back and found out where I was, which was by you and I in the Wish Fashion Show yes. on wow. stage. Yes. And so he's like, oh, my God, there she is. I've been looking for her for a long time. And he showed up at my job. And I felt like my heart was full. Aww. So when he came in and talked to me, and I said, let me tell you something, Zach, and I don't know if you remember this, but I said, I lost you for 12 years, 13 mm -hmm. years, and I said, I'm never going to lose you again because I loved you as a young boy and I love you as a man. Aww. So he is my son. Yeah, yes. he is. So I love him, and he's a dear person, so that's how I know Zach. Yes, correct. That's awesome. Correct. Well, I can see why. I can definitely yeah. see why. Yeah. And, He's a charmer. And the reason we invited Zach is because um, you all that follow us and we appreciate your, your support. I always feel like Bartles and James wine cooler commercial when I say that, but we appreciate your support. We've done our, um, our crime series. Um, we like to do all that armchair detective work over here. But anyway, <laughs> and one of the times we were speaking, it was you were talking about mm -hmm. the Menendez brothers, and we were talking about what a rough time they were actually having behind the scenes in their home, mm -hmm. even though they presented a certain way, how you can't judge a book by the cover, la, la, la. And how we were saying, you know, who knows, they might have been thinking that, you know, prison could have been a better situation for them and than even being mm -hmm. in their home. And maybe you said that it, it they was. said it was. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, I would really love to be able to talk to somebody because we all, first of all, absolutely no judgment on our parts. Because mm -hmm. let me just say this, as we all know, we're all one little stone's throw away, hair away from being a person that could be right there. Exactly. I mean, absolutely us, mm -hmm. our kids, anybody, anybody we know, so absolutely no judgment. Having said that, I've been fortunate not to, you know, be at that place, thank mm -hmm. God for today, <laughs> knock on wood. Um, but, you know, 
I'm always curious to know what is it really like? Like, you know, even as a kid, um, I used to ride by the the prison in Belglade and mm -hmm. you'd see the lights on and bunk beds in there and I was always like, I wonder what it's really like to live a day in the life and, and be there. And Julie was like, you know what, I have um, my son that we can talk to about it and I want you just to briefly tell us a quick synopsis mm -hmm. as to what happened to you and then we want to ask you just a couple of general questions if you're okay with that. Right, <laughs> but no talk kind of loud. Cause... No problem. Well, <laughs> 2006, my brother, um, they end up moving to Kansas, state of Kansas. Mm -hmm. and so I always, when school out on, I had a little vacation, I always go and visit. So I went and visit. Yes, he was doing things up there. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, quite sure selling drugs. Yeah. I knew about it. Yeah. But I didn't have no part. My life was here, his life was there. Yeah. So me going to visit and being around it, I'm not knowing that he was under investigation. And so by me being in the car when he made a transaction, uh. that tied me in on the conspiracy. Mm -hmm. So I ended up getting incarcerated in 2006. So um, what I was. 2006 for armed um, conspiracy to sell crack cocaine in the state of Kansas. Oh, wow. Yes. So I pled not guilty, of course. Wow. And so, mm -hmm. how many years did you, you were found guilty, even yes, though you you pled not guilty, uh -huh. but just because you were in the car? And, and listen, mm -hmm. I'm not saying you did, or, I mean, you're saying you didn't, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But even if you did, okay, we've all made choices that we're not proud of. Exactly. So regardless, mm -hmm. did, didn't, I'm saying you didn't too, that's fine. But how long were you in? Was it truly jail or prison? I don't even know the difference prison. between the two. Yes, prison, federal. And he's going to talk about that between state and federal. Yes. Okay. So I was in a federal prison. In federal, Kansas. Yes, I was in a federal prison. How many years did they say you were going to go, and how many years did you serve? I end up, they end up giving me a, um, a sentence of 210 months, which is 17 and a half years. But the drug law took it down to 14 years, which was 168 months. So mm -hmm. I ended up doing a total of 12, month, 12 years, three months off of that sentence. Wow, it's a long time. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. How old were you when that happened to I you? I went in like, I was 22. Wow. So you got out at like 34 and a half, 35 and mm -hmm. a half. God bless you. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, sidebar, did your brother get in trouble too? Yes, my brother ended up getting life sentence, which he's out, thank God. <sighs> And then okay. he ended up doing 16 and a half years. Okay. He just uh, recently just got, got out, out last right? Year. Yeah, last year. I remember. And okay. My cousin ended up doing getting 25 and a half years. He ended up doing 14 and a half. Wow. So he's out as well. Wow. So there is something to be said for not being, like they say, what is that saying about like if you're in the car and somebody yes. has an open container, well, you're guilty everybody's by going guilty exactly. by association. Yeah. And if you don't cooperate, you just just as guilty. Yeah. So I didn't cooperate. Well, because well, it was your family. Yeah, you're trying to, yeah. Exactly. No, no, no. It's going on. I'm not crazy, but. Yeah. Right. I totally get that. I totally get that. Well, welcome. We're glad you're back. I know you've been back yes. for a while. Back Thank in Florida. You. You're probably like, Toto, <laughs> I never want to see Kansas again. Don't click <laughs> my heels and let me go back to that state. You know so what I mean? True. And so different states have different laws, too, correct? Oh, yeah. I was in the federal. So the federal is United States, so it's not okay. Me, me getting tried against the the state of Florida, correct the state. Okay. But the United States is Zachary Williams against the government, United States of America. So you got to go against all these people. Okay. Wow. And they got a different rule than actual state. State, you have to have actual evidence to find somebody guilty. The feds is hearsay. 
Oh, wow. So what is hearsay is, is like, it's kind of like, if you was to say, oh, I bought three ounces of um, whatever, drugs from Jacqueline Williams, from this time to that time, they give me that with no evidence. Just because of it being yes. said. So it's considered called Well, that's kind of scary. That is scary. Ghost dope. So we actually, in our case, had, out of six people, it was a six-people indictment. It was me, my brother, my cousin, one of my friends, and his baby mom, and his girlfriend. So the six of us, and in total, we had like a total of nine grams of crack. But when we went to trial, it was a key and a half, because everybody's jumped on our case. What I mean by that is, people that's incarcerated can actually find out things about you and go to the prosecutor can get you convicted. That's And crazy. that's what happened to us. So they yes. got their sentence reduced probably yes. to tap onto you. That's exactly. the crazy. Did you have a jury trial? Yes. And we didn't know none of these people. But it worked. Wow. Oh, wow. So, All right. So now here we go. You're guilty. <laughs> no you're problem. guilty in the court of law. Whatever. Yes, exactly. And when they say 13, 14 years and you're walking out and looking <laughs> back at your family or whoever and you go behind those doors. That's what I want to know. Like, I guess what I'd like to know is what, and I'm sorry I'm asking so many questions to really jump in. I know we've talked a little bit about no, what questions that we both agreed mm -hmm. on them. But um, what would you say if you had to dispel any myths, like, for example, things we think as outsiders that go on in the prison system Things that people, everyday people think, and you're mm -hmm. like, oh, uh-uh, it does not work like that at all. Think, what are, like, one or two things that really come to mind? I think number one is just because the media say you're guilty. It's actually people in there that actually is guilty. Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. when you hear or you see something's going on in court or you hear something's going on TV, and when you hear, like, somebody say, like, I'm innocent, actually that person can be innocent. It's Correct. Society make that person guilty. Oh yeah. So that's a big myth, I think. Yeah. So you, do you feel that there are innocent people yes, in a lot. the prison system? A lot. Mm -hmm. A lot. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that I wasn't innocent, but for the crime, yeah. I can say that I was innocent. But me, right. the knowledge, me knowing, Correct. just as guilty. I get it. But if I would personally sold drugs, I would take responsibility. Like yeah. That was me. Right. Mm -hmm. But for me just being in the car when he sold it, for me to give me that same charge, it's like... That's tough. I'm not guilty. Correct. That's tough. Exactly. For that yes. many years, that's mm -hmm. a hard sentence for sure. So, yeah, and so good. tell me about the hierarchy in the prison system. So you go in there. Mm -hmm. I want to go back to what Tracy said. So they hit that gavel. They're mm -hmm. done with that sentence. And that's that me. moment, how did you feel? That's the best feeling you can have because it's over. Whether they gave you, whether mm. they let you free, or rather it's all over. You know you're gonna go do this time. So now you focus your mind is like, okay. You move forward. I got 17 and a half years. I have to do this time. How do you mentally do that? Prayer. Yeah. A that's lot the of only prayer. thing. Yes, prayer. That's the only thing I think can help me. And because it still helps you. And just yes. the yes. faith of knowing, like, yes. okay, I can get through this and having prayer mm -hmm. and hope and faith. Exactly. So you work towards that date. But you can't see the date at first. This was 2006. My date was 2000, what, I got out 18, mm -hmm. somewhere there. Mm -hmm. So that's a long time. You can't that's see that. Time. And you didn't even try to probably focus on that mm -hmm. just one day at a time? One day at a time. One day at a time. And the decisions that I have to make. 
So what is a day in the life generally like? I mean, does it change throughout the years? Like, okay, on year four, you get a lot more freedoms than you had at year... Or like in the beginning, um, were you scared to come out of your cell? Did you have a roommate? I'm no scared. But, <laughs> That's my guy. Coming out of, coming out of, like, the state and the county is totally different. Mm-hmm. The county, you stuck in one room all day. You know what's coming. You get lunch, breakfast. You get all that. Yeah. Every day. And I think I did, like, in the county, like, three and a half years before I actually got sentenced. Because that was your trial. Yes, you were waiting. Trial. That was that waiting period mm-hmm. you talked about. Then I had a mistrial, then I came back again. Now, did that time get taken off your sentence, I hope, right? No, everything went went forward. forward. Okay. Yes. So, I ended up um, okay. having that. But I did three and a half years just fighting the case. That was more torture than actually getting my time. When they told me two, 210 months, I know I wasn't going home. So, now I got to figure out how I'm going to get to these 210 mm-hmm. months. Yeah, That's right. It, it's clicked. It's yeah, it's a mental mm-hmm. thing. So tell me again. Okay, so did you have a roommate at first? At like first, yes. The county is like a 10-man cell, so all is all in yeah. every day. You know, you have your different types of, you have your days because you don't move. So once you got sent, they send you to a prison. A prison is more like a, well, at least in the federal, it's more like an old compound, like an old college compound or old like army base. Uh-huh. So you, you're not crowded in one room. You got 10 minute moves. You can go to recess, you can go to the library, you can go to church. It's more freedom. It's just you ain't, you still right. ain't got a certain time to be in certain places. Right. It's more freedom. So it's more like, I mean. More like school, actually. actually. Or camp or something yeah, like something that. Like, that. like you have like nine to 10, you mm-hmm. can have free time, 10 yes. to 11, go study or do yes. whatever, right? Moves, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you have like on one compound, you probably have what thirty five hundred people, or more sometimes, depending on where you're going. But it's a big difference between between being in the county and actually going to prison. So prison is a lot better than actually being in the county. Now, see, and I would think it'd be the exact opposite Me too. because the movies make prison out like I mean, I think of the you know where people are hollering when somebody walks down the hall and they're like yeah. throwing things it's out different. the jail. Yeah, they rattle their yes. The- it's different. It's different. Like it goes off. I know at least in the feds, I can't really speak on the state, but at least in the federal, it goes off your custody level. It goes off like how many times you've been incarcerated. That was my first time, my first offense. Boom, I was gone. Oh, but wow. I was considered to go to a low. You got a camp, then you got a low, and then you got a medium, then you got the pen. Pen is like what you see on movies. That's where they're doing the yes. rattling of the cops. Or yes. Whatever. Yes. That's what, yes. So we don't know about the pen. We just know yes. about the lowest level. Yes. Yeah. So okay. these are people that are kind of we're comfortable yes. with that. Okay. We are. So the yeah. low is like the low is more like people in there for like white collar crime. Drugs mainly, drugs, right? White collar crime for us, like like no fraud, murders fraud. or anything like that. You have them, but you don't. A custody level don't, would never get that low to come down there. So you that makes me feel life. a lot better, I must say. Just that little fact alone, because yes. I would think, oh, my God, I'm going to be in there with somebody that killed their entire family <laughs> Yeah, as my uh, roommate. If yeah. you go to that custody level, you will. Oh, yeah. I was at a low, and then I was at the camp. But you usually have, like, in the lows, it's mostly like a lot of chomos. Like what? Chomos. What's that? What's that? Child molesters, so we call them chomos. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. With you? Yes, oh. in the low. Oh. oh. Yes, you can't bother them, so that's another thing. Okay, you can't. Mm-hmm. Well, you. and again, automatic five years. If you bother them. If you well, if you bother them. anybody, I would think. No, no child no. molesters. Child molesters. 
as so they get special privileges? Yes, so like as in rape or something of that rape, nature? Rape, beat up, anything is considered a hate crime. You I never knew that. Yes, I thought just the it. opposite. No. So, okay, this sounds very okay. sick for me to say. Yes, to be honest. Very. Uh -huh. But if I go to prison, I'm going to pretend I'm a child molester. Because I don't want anybody getting near <laughs> yes. me. I, I'm just going to be like, yeah, if I did something really bad. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Listen, I'm, ki I'm totally kidding. Please, everybody know that. But again, too, and again, like, I don't know. Do you, like, do you just assume that they are 100% guilty? Because just like you said, there no, might be people, people in that, there. I met some people that, a couple guys that actually, and then it's like, a lot of guys, like, that's in there. I met a couple guys that I can actually say that. That wasn't a charge. And then there's a lot of things, too, dealing with how big you were in your time. Mm -hmm. You know, government-like property, government-like assets. Mm -hmm. If they ain't getting what they want off your property, they'll make things up on you. I've seen mm -hmm. a lot of those cases pertaining to Cholos. So, yes, I don't believe a lot of stuff. Wow. Wow. That's an eye-opener, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? It is, yeah. It is. Now, the other thing... Mm -hmm. Like that we see in the movies or whatever is, you know, you go out into the yard mm -hmm. where they're lifting the weights and throwing the ball or whatever and somebody will try to shank you. Yes, you Does that happen? Right. You have a lot of race riots. That's the thing about it. You can go in there and everything is separated. So mm -hmm. it's truly like race driven like the Hispanics. Yes, everything is. African American, mm -hmm. white. Um, in my behalf... I, I did most of my time up north, like Midwest area. So mostly we have like a Florida, it's considered a car, a Florida car. So anybody that's from Florida, like can be Cuban, white guys. So you were part of the Florida crew? Yes, I was part of the Florida crew. So if, if a white guy come in, like, hey man, I'm from Florida, so he comes with us. But you also have the opportunity to go with, you know, your people, the white people. Same way with Spanish. Spanish are able to come with us if they want. And the reason they break it in cars like that because they held accountable for you. So, is that like an unspoken thing that goes on? I mean, like... They wait until you get off the bus. And they say, where are you from? Yes. And you're like, Florida. And they're like, come over yeah. here with me. You can hang oh, with yeah. me. So, yeah. like, you so automatically get a group. Mm -hmm. You automatically get a group. Basically, yes. And, like, right. they kind of make a pack? That's your, that's your pack. That's going to eat with you. You got to eat with the table. Florida crew. You, you have eat. to? Or, or that's yes. just... You yes. have to. But the prison's not telling you to do that. No, You're the prison, you run the prison. All guards don't run the prison. We run the prison. That's so now... I would never get that. Mm -hmm. but Clarify that. What I mean, mean by that is the guards only there to watch us. But to be honest, we run it. If we tell the guards, like, listen, open the door. If you don't open the door at this time, you're going to have a riot. And you can't stop it. They can't stop it. There's only probably six of them. How are you going to stop? Six people going to stop so then that is true. One of those thoughts that the guards really don't run the prison, the inmates do. Mm -hmm. When they say that, that's true. Absolutely true. In a way. And the other thing I've always heard, and I'm not saying all guards by any stretch, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that, but I've also, again, just going off movies, yes. true, not true, say a lot of times the guards are just as crooked, if not worse, than the inmates. Mm -hmm. You have the good guards and you have the bad guys. I'm Cor not going to say all. That's correct. But you have them. So that is true That's in true. a way, mm -hmm. that you might get a dirty guard that is mm -hmm. going to get paid off by somebody or something to Seven, keep a phone, cell door cigarettes. open. Cell phone, cigarettes. Tom, how much cigarettes? A carton of cigarettes is $1,000 in a day. 
Yes. I mean, you'd have to really want to smoke. <laughs> I'm just saying. A thousand dollars. Like a cell phone, a regular cell phone. Don't have to be an iPhone. It's like start off at fifteen hundred to two thousand. Is that because you hide it from everybody? You're not allowed to have it's, it. You're not allowed to have it. Not allowed to have none of that. But they could sell it to you, get the money, and then turn you in. They right? can. They can. Now did See, it? That's why you have a car. Okay. See, car makes sure everything is ran. Even if they wasn't specifically, let's just say, white guy told on me or Spanish guy yeah. told on me. Now I go to the shoe. I get caught. But now you got to worry about my car. Now, what do you mean, car? A your car, a car, <laughs> like you know, a car, like, like the Florida a, crew, like the like credit, a, like your gang. No, a car. A car. A car. Is like that a like car. a gang? It ain't really a gang. It's just like your group. Your group. Yes. Okay, that's, that's called correct. a car. Yeah, we call it a car in jail. A car. Okay. So I'm you're already. in my car. Yeah. <laughs> and if I went to jail, I'd be in your car because there's Florida. Yes. Even though now there's no women in the jail, right? Exactly. It's no, just all men. Right. Well, now I learned Okay, now slim. what happens if there's tons of people, like Kansas probably had the, well, maybe not because it's federal. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, what if you don't really want your car? <laughs> I mean, well, then what do you do? Too bad, Once so you sad. come in that door, it's like, that's who you ride with. You don't want to be an outcast because if anything like liable to happen, you don't have no backup. Gotcha. Now, do are there really a lot of fights in prison or no? Yes, like when I went in, I went in 06. So if y'all remember back then, it was like a lot of deportation. Yes. And there was a lot of Hispanic that yeah. was over the border. We call those Pisces. 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 Yeah, Pisces. And man, and like, say for instance, on one yard, it's probably like 200 blacks, about 150 whites, mm -hmm. and the rest, 15, 200, 2,000 Pisces. Pisces. So imagine. But so, I think I'd be wanting to be in the Pisces group myself. Yes, I mean, just because. But you can't. They're not in your car. Yes. Okay? Yes, I'd be asking to get in that limo or on that bus. I'm like, I need in. Not, not, not. So, yes. You always have, like, you have riots. And you don't have nothing to do with that riot. It's just because that's your car. That so you, you have to, to, yes, you have, have to go. To. But were you not, I mean, were you ever scared? Like, if there was a riot and your car was, like, no, getting. You just go in survival <laughs> mode. Do whatever best you can to get you back to your family. And like, mm -hmm. it's like movies. Yes. <laughs> when they come, you can't run. Where are you going to run to? You just got to defend yourself. Now, do people really make homemade weapons in prison? Yes, homemade weapons. Because we have a thing that I was explaining to her called a unicorn. The unicorn is for federal inmates to make money. Like 2012, 13, when the war was going, we was making bulletproof vests for the army. Which I think is awesome. Yes. Because... Mm -hmm. so you can make money. Right, it's a way of them having something mm -hmm. to do plus giving back to our country. Exactly. You yeah. Learn a lot of things right. in there. You learn welding and stuff. That's only in the feds, though. In the state, they get paid by cents. We get paid actually money throughout the month. Because we're and so you get uh, like a paycheck, yes. truly? Yes. And it goes into your account? Yes. Like to spend in the commissary yes. or. So you get paid monthly. So we probably work the whole month to probably get paid two, three hundred dollars. Right. It's something. It's better than. Nothing. Getting paid like in the state. And you're getting sense. education yes. of a and trade or yes. something, correct? Yes. So but that's good. It's a trick to that too as well. Like for me, I could I wasn't really able to get a trade because my time was like you gotta have a certain amount of years left to get in. Say you got three years and under, you're able to get in those yeah. weldings, mm -hmm. age back and stuff like that. When my time changed, I still had like nine years left. Yeah. But when my time changed, it took me under that mark where I was able to get a trade. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I was so short, so I couldn't get in. I couldn't catch the class. 
Gotcha. So the only thing that I was able to get was like soldering. Mm-hmm. Something when I first got locked up, but I wasn't able to get an HVAC and the stuff that I wanted. But yeah. did you get it down the road or no? You no, couldn't get it, you no, said? Because they already have classes. You got to set up for those classes like two, three years before you get in that class. Got it. And so when my time changed, I was under that radar where I'm able to get signed. How did your time change? Because of good behavior? No, because of the drug law. I don't know. If back when I went into 06, it was five grams to get you five years, uh-huh. five to 40. Mm-hmm. That's was the guideline. You get caught with five grams of crack, mm-hmm. you get four, five years to forty. So within that window, you can get. And so I think in the year of two thousand and fourteen, fifteen, they changed the crack law from a hundred to one ratio ratio to eighteen to one hundred. So now you have to have a hundred and eighty grams of crack to get. So they reduced the sentence yeah. because yeah. it's sentence. fairness yeah. as yeah. the law Absolutely. changing or whatever. So we're not, Right. At that time, it knocked like three, almost four years off of me, which was illegal. Oh, my oh God. So it, You're like, I'll be glad to go out yeah. with no yeah. HVAC training. I'll yeah. learn it when I get outside of here again. Exactly. You know what I mean? Which we'll get into that about going from there, your transition mm-hmm. into the halfway house. But still in prison. I have a big, big question. Go ahead. Conjugal visits. I mean, I'm nosy no. like that. Not so, either. like, when your friend, girlfriend. You make ways, but no. Wife. You make ways. What do you mean by that? You make ways. You have visits like we all, all the inmates and all the guard, all the inmates and all the like visitation. Like we don't have kids come that day. So you like have a line. Say we taking pictures. Oh gosh. And you have a line. So you know. So you get it. You make a human shield out of, with your friend, a curtain. Yes. Right? They have ways. Yeah. Yes. They have ways. So I mean that happens. It happens. But we don't have conjugal visits. I think it was only like Mississippi and California at that time, but not New York. Now, um, did you have a lot of people writing to you? Like, you know how these women write to these, these men in prison, and like boy, they want yes. them a uh, prison. That's what you survive off. Like, actually, kind of like people that you don't reach out to in there, uh-huh. you get on these sites, like, plenty of fish and tag, you make it through. Yeah. Because you have people that's on there that actually you can have a conversation with. And you build a bond. It builds time. Yes. It do you still keep happen. in touch with some of your friends well, from I there? Did. As far as my friends? Well, just people you met. Yes, yes, I still like a lot of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because think about it, all those years, that was your family. Oh my gosh. That's who protected Again, you. it's like being on a football yes. team or like like me and, you know, I call her my work wife. As far as, you know, we've worked together mm-hmm. for 15 years, mm-hmm. day by exactly. day. There's a bond there that's like a family. family and you're, I'm not even living under the same that's roof. Exactly. So, yeah, that would be a big, big bond. Yes. They're actually your family because he's watching your life and he's protecting your life and you're protecting his. I'm yep. like, literally. No, no, no. You know, so, Got you it. build that type of relationship, it's hard for you to just get out of prison and forget what you know what you had. Right. So, Absolutely. So, tell us about the food. See, the food was actually, we was good in the federal. What I mean by the federal is like you get actually, you go to commissary, you can spend like $300. You got beef packs, you got roast beef packs, you got everything mm-hmm. in there that you can cook, and you can get stuff out the kitchen. So I never went to the kitchen. No? No, because I had cookers, people that bring the 
onions, bell peppers, raw chicken, eggs. Is that what y'all would cook in your car, so to speak? Yes, we did like a <laughs> trash can. We get the oil, we make a stinger. Uh huh. Where would you do that? At the unit. At the unit that we're in. See, because there's a whole thing about your food, yes. like how they learn <laughs> to cook by the stuff in the commissary. So. Yes. Whatever, and they make do. Everything. Yeah. So it's like again, it's like being in a fraternity or sort of yes. like where okay, yeah. this is your week to buy the chicken. You're getting the bell peppers mm -hmm. out of your money, and yeah. we're gonna meet over right. here at seven o'clock yes. on Friday. I mean, I don't know. This in the federal, so the federal is a lot linear than the state. And see that right there, yeah, you said that. That's interesting. It's wow. Different. A lot of people say the federal is cakewalk because the state is hard time. Now, um, go ahead. I'm asking tons of questions. No, I just want to go ahead. Mm -hmm. I have some. Um, so at night, you would go. Did you have a cellmate? Like, was it you and another guy, or were you in a bigger room with some, more some people? Prisons. My first prison I went was in um, Big Spring, Texas. It's an open bay. Okay. So you got one room, and it's all bunk beds on this wall, in the middle, on this middle, and all on the wall. So it's was it hard bay. to sleep when you first got there? When you first Were you sleeping with one eye open, scared? To, I would have been yes. scared to death. Yes, but then again, it's kind of like you, you know. You, you kind of get to that, and do you kind of make your your cars move close to like this car's over on this side yes. of the yes. room? So we'll get the ecstasy, <laughs> yeah, and we'll put all of us in one area, so that way we like. Now, what happens if people act up in your car? Do y'all have like a hierarchy, like a yeah, president of the car? Shot caller. Yes, we have a shot caller. Shot caller. Shot yeah. caller. Shot he caller. calls the so shots. Basically, shot. if we get into it with another group, like a race a race group, like our shot caller will go in the middle and explain things, and his shot caller will come, and we'll be back Like here. mediators. Yes, mediator, and we'll ask, like, so yeah. what, what's the outcome? Mm -hmm. Some outcomes be after ch after child, or, or some of them be like, okay, he did wrong, you can send him up top. But what they mean by sitting up top, put him on the door and get him to another compound. Now. That'll stop the riot. How does the shot caller get nominated? Just do y'all have mostly a voting a vote? It's mostly it's like that people that did a lot of time. That's mm -hmm. always like that's you know, been there the longest. Yes, and yeah. that you can able to like mm -hmm. he can you can trust them basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now is that who you would also go to if you had an issue with somebody in your car? Because I'm sure yes, yes. even in your car, mm -hmm. I don't care. You're going to have days where people get on your nerves, yes. whether they're in your car or not in your car. But if it's in the, if like if it's in the car problem, okay, you handle business. And then if we'll go in a little group or whatnot, y'all done? Mm -hmm. You ain't done? Like, listen, no one man being in the car. So either you're going to handle it and kill it or you're going to get off the compound. Got it. So that's how So y'all don't put up with nonsense mm -hmm. in your car. Well, because you it's know, like at, a fraternity. The end, at the end of the day, it could cause some more time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, right? So my thing is, you talk about doing 10 minutes here, here, here. Mm -hmm. I, I know the answer to one of these. Where did you in, spend the most of your free time, and what did you enjoy the most? Most of the hours, like, either church mm -hmm. or, you know, at the um, lifting weights or playing sports. Because mm -hmm. I was young, and I loved sports, so mm -hmm. that kept me, like, straight. Mm -hmm. And you got mm -hmm. to work it out. Yes. It's exactly. working that mm -hmm. out. Most of the yard, like, work out. Well, and didn't you learn how to play chess? Yes, I'm a great chess player. He's a great chess player. Awesome. So, yeah. Yes, I love chess. It's, well, I think it's a mental game. Things. Yes. That's one of the best things I think I learned. And it probably took a lot of time. Yes. You know, because you're thinking it. Time so anything, like, you want to, I would think, take up time. 
Mm -hmm. Did you read a lot of books? Or yes. See, I'm reading now, and I love to read now. That's like a whole other world for me. You know yes. what I mean? Just here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's only so much I can watch on TV, and then it's like, okay, what? So reading now is a big thing for me that takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And you, you work on self a lot. You got decisions. Every morning you wake up, you're going to be, it ain't going to be the happy that. So I have those mornings where I get up. Sometimes I don't get letters. Sometimes I don't talk to family members. Sometimes I try to call my kid. And you have days like you want to come off and you want to release mm -hmm. that anger. Mm -hmm. You know, then yeah. it's like that decision, like what I do. Yeah. You know, Making the right decision. Yes, if I was to go left, I know that it's a possibility that I can harm this person or even harm me and I can have more time taking away from my kid. Mm -hmm. Or I can move ahead and try to find things positive that can, I can work on myself with. Mm -hmm. Or as reading or going to church or talking to somebody that mm -hmm. can help me focus. Did so, they have a lot of counselors and pastors that would come to the prison to be there for you? Um, not really. Mostly we did that with each other. Mm -hmm. okay. You know, like we'll have Bible study and we have like, see one thing about when you're going into church, everybody comes together with church. So like that's yes, where everybody. you don't miss yes. the So you have the Mexicans, you have this, everybody comes there. Mm -hmm. So when you go from there, only mm -hmm. thing you do is pray for one another and like, hey, just protect yourself. Cause some stuff you can't stop. Mm -hmm. All right. You can't stop it. Mm -hmm. If God don't come down and stop it. It ain't going to stop. Mm -hmm. So the only thing you can do is come together and pray, and you know certain people like, listen. Did anybody ever try to escape from prison when you were there? Did everybody plan? Like, do you sit around and write blueprints? <laughs> well, <laughs> you dig, you dig a I'd be like, are you digging a hole? I'm yeah. just asking. No, really, it's like, like I said before, I was at a camp in the low. Most likely when you go to a camp, you don't have gates, you don't have walls and stuff like that, so you can walk right out. So that had to be yes. in a... That's in a my way. Lord, my Lord is. You got to have five years and under and no violent crime, which drugs actually are violent crime, but I had five years under, then I made it there, but mm -hmm. not really. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of drugs in there, though, you know, that cause people to do certain things. Mm -hmm. So, and that's the other thing I've heard, that drugs are just as rampant yes, in prison yeah. as they are not. Is that true? Absolutely. Well, then how much are people paying for that in prison? If you're paying 1000 for a pack of, I mean, a carton of cigarettes. Just say, say okay, I'm just using it just like a nickel bag of weed. You probably can make off a nickel bag of weed probably at least $200. That's off a nickel bag. But people would be crazy to sell it yes. in prison because then that could just make your time that much more, right? I would uh, think, yeah. They more eager to sell it in prison. It's money. Mm -mm. Yeah. It depends on who your hands you grease and you won't get caught. You won't get in trouble. Yeah, I'd be scared. Just like the streets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So nobody's scared to sell drugs. If anything, they move to that. That's the only way to get in an income in. Mm -hmm. You got some people don't have families. Some people don't, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's how you make money. Mm-hmm. Well, when you came back to, how hard was the transition after acclimating to life in prison? Because mm -hmm. it is acclimating. It's amazing. Like just the little bit that I've even heard you talk to mm -hmm. me is unbelievable because it really is kind of a neat human interest. About me. people and survival mm -hmm. and how you do make those bonds with people mm -hmm. and how that's our natural thing to do, to mm -hmm. get a crowd or to to lean on our faith and how the unspoken rules of, okay, I may not like this crowd that's not in my car at mm -hmm. lunch, but if we're in church, we're in church. Exactly. So the social norms are even 
in prison, yeah. it sounds yeah. like, yeah. and the niceties or manners or whatever you exactly. want to call it, mm-hmm. and the pecking order or, yeah. or just the hierarchy of it's relationships. It's totally the pecking order. <laughs> so, right? yes. so, but it's it's very interesting to me because I almost feel like like there are a lot of rules. It sounds like there are a lot of rules I'm, that y'all I'm make. Spoken. Unspoken yeah. rules, rules, but rules. It could turn you to a man quick. And in that kind of a situation, yeah, sure. it could turn you to a man quick. Yeah, it's survival. No, it's yeah. all about respect. Yeah, you're not finna jump line. Yeah, you're not finna walk on my leg and not say excuse me. None See, and some, I hate to say it, but sometimes I think these young people need to Especially go ahead and have about a month or two in there and That's learn true. about the car and learn about the. I mean, because sometimes well, I think people have it backwards as to what, yes. and it is respect, and it we is. we it don't have a lot of that anymore. It humbles you. And it is, I do think they need to be scared straight. I mean, because mm-hmm. these younger ones, they have no value yes. for life. That's why when they go right? in, they come out, either one or two things happen. Either they go in there and get hurt, get killed, or they come out with a different mindset. Mm-hmm. That was going to be, you led me right into the next mm-hmm. question, was how hard was it to adjust after being there for that many years to reacclimating to society was that hard? Did it? When did you just snap right back out? into it? Yeah. No, I still deal with it now. You do? Yes. I don't think that's something that you can ever. When I first got out, I couldn't go to Walmart. It's the anxiety. Crowds. Like if I feel like if I'm at a football game and mm-hmm. I used to have this problem all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm at a football game. I try to beat everybody to the gate and leave because me being in prison. When everything is over, that's where everything's happened. Yeah. Like when it's time to leave the yard, that's where yeah. everybody attacks me. So that's like a trigger yes, for you. Like for me. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's like, you don't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. The people that you try to trust and the people that you know love you, then the people that you push away. Because mm-hmm. you build this block in your mind. Like, whoever loves you in prison, they can be gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went phone call. I can call, I can never hear from that person again. Mm-hmm. But I'm stuck with dealing with putting my life and my heart and all my stuff back together. So you build this blockage up to the point where you're getting on. Mm-hmm. I got out of prison, I didn't know how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I still deal with it now. Mm-hmm. If I feel somebody love me, if I feel somebody showing me something that I don't want, I push it away. Mm-hmm. I could, I mean, I could say. I could see how that, now do you talk to anybody outside to kind of help you get through those feelings? Well, I, I used to go to counseling to, with Mr. Reverend Brown. He helped me a lot. Oh, yeah, really he's an awesome he man. Yes. Just the whole concept of myself. Mm-hmm. A lot of people always say, oh, you're not, in a tu- you're not institutionalized. And I'm like, it's two forms of institutionalized. Institutionalized don't have to be like, I don't want to do like a prison. I can't adapt to society. Mm-hmm. Or you can be trapped in your mind where you don't trust people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of people get out of prison and you see that like always to themselves. Mm-hmm. It's because you're battling with things that you don't know how to deal with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, have to be protective of your heart. Yes, that's the thing. And about you learn that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's hard. My brother's dealing with it as now, so I'm glad that I'm able to be free Same. and able to help him now because he was in a prison. Like what y'all see on TV on the pen in the pen like every day, mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. And now that he's out and he's dealing with these things, I thank God that I had counseling mm-hmm. to be able to help him out now. 
Well, again, it's almost like now you're his sponsor in a yes. way, like somebody that has been on drugs or whatever, you, you, or AA or, or mm -hmm. whatever, like somebody that's been there, done that, that can truly be that person you call mm -hmm. and say, oh my God, this is how I'm feeling. Because at the end of the day, people that, you know, I always go back to having a baby, I'm sorry, but you know, my, my male doctor friend can't say, I know how you feel. Because exactly. no, you don't, unless you've had a kidney stone. <laughs> then maybe yeah. you do. Right. But my right. point is, is like, you know, like mm -hmm. you've been there, done that. Or an alcoholic's mm -hmm. been there, done that. They've exactly. felt those they internal pains. And I mean, don't get me wrong, God bless people that help people that haven't been there, but mm -hmm. it's still a different level. It's a different level. And only, uh, only certain people can understand it if you've been there. Yeah, you know it's kind of like course. it's kind of like a preacher that never did nothing in his life, going to the hood or going to somewhere and telling these bad kids that Jesus is gonna fix this for you. If no, you need somebody work, that actually right. was there, was one of them that right. came and transferred themselves back. Yeah, to this place in life, which is where mm -hmm. I want to go now. Is mm -hmm. that through this whole process mm -hmm. and um, through the anxiety, through coming back into society, you've made some really good decisions yes. and you um, you have people in your life mm -hmm. that do love you, me. Yes. And, and, and just so everybody knows, I don't always tell him what he wants to hear. <laughs> exactly. Right? I mean, there have exactly. been times I've tore you up. Yes. I've been tore him up. But it comes from love, so he... Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to get upset with me because he knows I'm not hurting this heart right exactly. here. I'm just being honest. Mm -hmm. So you can go to prison. You can go through these things, mm -hmm. these horrible things, and you can come out on the yes. positive side, yes. which mm -hmm. is where you are now. Absolutely. You're living You're living your life. Yes. I'll never forget that day. <laughs> I saw you driving down WC Owens, yeah. and I was at... Um, Wild Magnolia's open house. Yeah. And he had this donk car, yeah, that, old school. that old school purple car. He didn't see me. <laughs> they, he was cruising down WCO when those dreads were flying <laughs> in the air. And he just looked, it was like yes. freedom, exactly. right? And mm -hmm. so that's where you can go if you make the right choices. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the small things. Right now, small do you things. talk to a lot of the younger kids? Yes, and stuff? I coach football, so I Good. try to tell a lot of them. Good. A lot of them know me, that's so I great. try to tell them like I don't act like I'm better than them. I just be on their same level. Yeah, you got to get yes. on their level. And again, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, it just and and that's why I always say it, it, it's just sometimes it could be that one poor decision, and we've all made them. We've all done them. And it's like, by the grace of God, I mean, just thank you for not letting me get in trouble. You know what I mean? Because, listen, I mean, everybody, well, maybe there are some people out there that haven't made a poor choice. Mm -hmm. But well, there's not, you know, and I, I feel like that the younger crowd, you know, like, I just, it, their brains aren't developed enough to think it through. Mm -hmm. Like, They're it's just, you're not. They're acting all bad and tough, and they have no, no idea, idea what bad and tough That's is. You know. Right? And throughout it all, I can say that I wouldn't change one day. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't change one day. Yeah, because if it made God, you a better man. Yes, if God made me go do it all over again, I'd do it all over mm -hmm. again. I That's wouldn't change wonderful. nothing. Nothing that happened in life, I, 
I never want yep. to change it. Yep, never. I made to who I am today. Absolutely. I go yep. through things, I battle, but at the end of the day, I know who I can trust. Yep. I depend on. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough. I mean, I could talk to you all night long. I'm just telling you. And I, um, I can't thank you for sharing your story, sharing your time with us, and the reality of everything, and the just, truth about and many continued blessings for you, your family. I can tell you're such a, a fantastic person. And again, I agree with you in that I really do feel that. You know, things sometimes happen and we don't understand why, but on the other side, we look back and, you know what, I can, I mean, like I'm about to cry just because mm -hmm. you are such a blessing for so many and had that not happened, maybe you wouldn't be touching exactly. so many people. And I know it's through the hand of God. I do it understand is. all of that. Um, not, not only that, I mean, Zach, I've told you a hundred times, I'm so proud of you. Mm -hmm. Truly proud of you. And you're a great role model, you know? Yes. And I mean, there's so many people that haven't had the life lessons you've had that aren't really great role models. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? Sometimes yes. you gotta feel the pain to get to, and that doesn't mean go out there and do anything wrong, but it no, just means, don't. you know, it's your great mentor because I do feel like that people can relate to people that have real life stories, exactly. you know? Yeah. And well, I'm grateful you. for you. Yeah, well, I'm grateful. You. It wasn't painful, was no, it? No, just having this conversation, honestly, it still wants me to be better. So Aww. this kind of therapy for me to be able to open up still about yep. things that I'm dealing with, especially from prison. So I think. Oh, yeah. well, anytime. Uh, listen, it, it makes me feel good, good too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, anytime. for sure. Yes. Well, Absolutely. we thank you. Thank you so much. So. All right. On that note, we're going to let Zach get home to his family and we will see you all next week. So don't forget, like us, like us, love us, share, care, and, and be, be kind. kind. Thank you. Bye. Bye.